This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! As you go for a rip, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of outlaws. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! to do battle for 30 laps the green flag is waving Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week and we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here on a Tuesday. What's going on, girl? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. We have sprint car races. We have a little drama. We <laughs> have some spectacular all-star races. Yeah, they um, I'm telling you, we're all good. We're all yeah. good. Got the midweek race last week with the High Limit Series. So we're starting to get up to rhythm here now with yeah. some more races. Oh, you kidding me? <laughs> we're fantastic here now. And I may actually, looks like... Um, May catch up with our old buddy Pete Walton this weekend down oh, at uh, nice. the um, the uh, USCS is uh, joining the World of Outlaw Case Equipment Late Models at Talladega Short Track. Oh, that's a heck of a show! Yeah, World of Outlaw Late Models in USCS. So I might go see Terry Gray and Danny Smith. Nice, and that whole crew. Oh, Pete! Oh, Pete! Get see Pete. Uh, Stenhouse is racing in that one. Oh, nice. Um, so I think uh, I think we're having a little. Uh, Little uh, gathering of some MRN folks over there on Saturday night. Nice. Uh, looking forward to it. So get some sprint cars. The old serious red clay at Talladega. Oh, Short yes, track. absolutely. And our, 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 we were talking about this, and our fingers are crossed. Talladega Short Track is not scared to give you a six, seven, eight, nine-hour show. Oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. They just... Well, like, I mean, it's Talladega. Everyone's exactly. What, what do you... Yeah. You're going to drink beer at the Short Track, or you're going to drink beer at your camper? Yeah. You might as well drink beer here, Okay. Uh, our fingers are crossed that with it being World of Outlaw Late Model Show, because World of Outlaws roll they things They like along. to go, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're hoping we see some racing and get a little sleep, a little shut-eye <laughs> as well. Uh, it's going to be awesome, that's for sure. Pumped up about it, no doubt about it. Um, and pumped up um, sprint car guy won again in NASCAR, Kyle Larson. Yeah. Man, what a... It was neat. I mean, I watched a good portion of the race, but didn't get to see the end of the race. So I was like, who won? And, you know, Kyle didn't... Leading many laps. So I am telling to see you, that. and and my my take on this thing is is you get that boy close at the end of the race and say there's 50 laps or 40 laps or 60 laps or whatever it is, and you got to pass these four guys. 
I'll find a way. Watch this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was fun. We had, uh, MRN had the coverage of it. I had Victory Lane. He, Kyle, firmly had himself convinced that he would never win at Martinsville. It was his worst track in NASCAR. So he was genuinely humble and excited in Victory Lane. It was fun. And uh, Owen came in, and Owen, of course, has done Victory Lane a lot. <laughs> Audrey, uh, and, and Cooper was in Mama's arms because he was born in December 31st, okay? <laughs> so he didn't, uh, yeah. He didn't know got, what was going on. They've got pictures of Cooper in Victory they'll Lane. They'll show him so years from now. They'll show him years from now. Uh, poor Audrey, she wasn't exactly sure what was going on with <laughs> confetti and noise and cars and crew members screaming and water flying all over. She was following Big Brother's lead. Um, and there's a really cool picture of the two of them standing on the roof of the car yeah. going like this. Um, I am telling you, uh, Kyle Larson, Kyle, and, and normally we end the show with this, and we'll certainly mention it later on. Kyle's our guest on Wing Nation, our TV show this week. Uh, we recorded it yesterday, and Kyle Larson has always been a great interview. He has gone, he is just, he's an exceptional yeah. interview now. And we talked a lot about the high limit stuff. We talked some NASCAR stuff. We talked about, and folks, you're going to love, um, it, if you like him in a sprint car, you're going to love it because you're going to see him a lot in a sprint. Sweet. So, um, yeah, he's, it's been a little calm. It's been a little quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want to steal the thunder, but it's been a little quiet. Um, he's going to be in a sprint car a lot this summer. Nice. So it's going like to be awesome. So, good stuff. All right. Speaking of good stuff, our Hefner racing product, hot topics, <clears throat> all-star circuit of champions, Attica raceway park, spring nationals. Boy, the All-Stars is a weird schedule in that they start in Florida, they don't issue points, and then they get to Ohio and they got rained out the first week. I am telling you, when they kicked it <laughs> off, though, they came Made in up for it. guns a-blazing, okay? Friday night, Craig Mintz, final corner pass, point zero seven seven one thousandths of a second. Mm-hmm. Took it off from Zeb Wise, local versus All-Star, two-time track champion, picked up the win. Um, Craig is going to join us here on the program a little bit later on. Place was chock full of people, and they went bonkers. Yeah, I mean, it was a fantastic race. It was a fantastic <laughs> It race. really was. So they roll into the pits on Saturday morning, and everyone is like, or Saturday afternoon, everyone's like, wow, that was a fantastic race. That was a fantastic race. And Brent Marks is sitting there saying, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, my God, from 20th. I mean, and it wasn't even close. No. I mean, he took the lead on lap 29. He, he was, I, uh, uh, Justin Fiedler said, he went from 20th to 10th in three laps, first three laps. I mean, we wondered, Brendan yeah, been a little quiet. a little quiet for him. And he came out and said, remember me, remember the old Myerstown missile. Um, man, I am telling you, he was a man among boys that night. Yeah. I mean, it was insane how good that is. And if that car stays that fast in Northwest Ohio, there's going to be a big old check headed back to the old Myerstown Bank and Trust this summer, because uh, and as there was last year. Um, wow, Brett Marks. Um, I do love this though, and I and and uh, uh, Craig Mintz, We're going to talk to him. And I, uh, who we love, Brett Marks. He's fantastic. I mean, uh, Zeb Wise, two second place finishes. Yeah. And you combine that with the April 7th win at Williams Grove. And uh, I'm thinking Kevin Rudine is probably happy with the yeah. direction that 26 car is going. I would certainly think so, yeah. Yeah, Zeb's doing a real nice job with that car, that's for sure. Okay, we talked about a little drama. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Okay, David Gravel out there leading. 
Down into turn number three. Whoop! Hello, Carson Macedo. Bounced off each other. Not happy is David Gravel. No. Not happy at all. Not happy is Mama Gravel. Not happy is <laughs> Any Papa gravel. gravel. There's not a there's not a happy gravel anywhere in <laughs> Connecticut. Um, Carson issued an apology, um, but this is going to be interesting to see. And it's rare that guys at this level are are where they're at. But it's so competitive and so tough yeah. and so fast, and things happen so quickly. It's kind things of miraculous. Things do happen it, so. Fast. It's miraculous. It hasn't probably happened more. Yeah. Um, so. The kids are out there playing and mad at each other, and this big cat just drives by all of them. And Brad Sweet picks up the win. Phenomenal run. Um, James McFadden, boy, yeah. I'm telling you. It's on a roll. Talk about, you know, talk about storied team owners. I mean, Kevin Rudin's owned a car for a while. Dennis Roth's owned a car for a long while. Uh, Dennis is sitting here with that car looking awful good these days yep. with James McFadden in it. And James is really, really starting to put some stuff together there. I would agree. And uh, I love it. Uh, Logan Schuhart finished in the third spot. Williams Grove, brand new kid up there. Brand new kid up there. <laughs> um, Lance Deweese, 112th win at Williams Grove. We're going to talk to Lance. Um, I had a good visit with him, and we'll, we'll jump right back into it. I had a good visit with him at Millbridge last week about the tires and everything like that. Lance is Lance. Is Lance. He's good. Uh, Babs Motor Speedway, this one was bonkers. Devin Borden got the win over Wild, one over Kyle Moody. Danny Dietrich wrecked twice, both times in the work area, comes back to finish fourth. I mean, crazy. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, he had some interesting tweets about that. Yes, didn't he, did. he? Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. Well, I mean, shockingly, Danny had interesting tweets. Um, yeah, there's breaking news. I was following on. Uh, I didn't I was know riding, what happened. I just I saw was riding, tweets. I was riding like, back from Martinsville, and I'm looking at, and people are like, "Oh my God, did you see that?" And it's like, "No, what, what, what?" You know. Yeah. Um, so, but BAP sounded like it was good, and, and kudos to to, um, to to Scott and Colton up there to mm -hmm. get things kicked off well. Uh, BAP's has got a big season coming up. We had Colton out a few weeks ago, yeah. and I'm excited about that. I, I think that's on my docket. I think I've got a way to get there this year. Pumped about that. <clears throat> Pumped about that for sure. Out west. Dennis Roth Classic. Corey Day picked up the win Friday night. Justin Cox, $18,838. First ever NARC win. And I didn't realize that. Justin Cox yeah. has been, he's been so good. But but a lot of, he's, I am telling you, when it comes to Watsonville, holy God, yeah. they should just call it the Justin Cox victory lane there. I mean, but you get there and NARC shows up and once a year and you don't, and you put it together. But Justin Cox picked up the win. It will not be his last NARC win. He is no. that good. Yeah. He is uber talented. IRA at Beaver Dam was Jordan Goldsberry. And uh, fast at Wayne County, it was Henry Malkowit. Um, and the Malkowit family, of course, big engine builders up there, Mark mm -hmm. Malkowit. Um, Henry is a young, young man coming up through the ranks in sprint cars. Great stuff. And speaking of great stuff, and I know what I'm talking about on this one. I know what I'm talking about on this one. Hefner Racing Products. Trust me, uh, the absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing is a custom mule conversion from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable, great-looking Kawasaki mule. And Aaron, it is customized and built to each customer specifications. It is. There's options like generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, and more. HRP mule conversions perform, outlast, and maintain their value better than any other pit utility vehicle as long as the postman isn't driving. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. 
The one thing I didn't see on that, but I bet you my man Jeff Wessel could do it. I bet a keg system and a refrigerator for food. I bet we could put yeah. those on there. Maybe he can, we can get him to post our, our little video we did with him. Oh, again. that's right. We need oh, to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we when did. you were driving, when and I was, I was driving. scared. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and you almost ran over a Mark F1 Weber, star. Formula One racer, Mark Weber. It's all right. His counseling sessions have ended. He's all right now. He's fine. He's just fine. HRP. HRPRacing.com. That's www.HRPRacing.com. Stay with us. Lance DeWeese joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Hey, 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 it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Young man picked up his 112th win at Williams Grove on Friday night, driving that 69K for that young team owner and that young crew chief, Davey Brown. The kids, the kids were out having fun again. Uh, Lance DeWeese joins us on the hotline. Hello, Lance. How are you? I'm doing fine. How's everybody doing today? We are doing well. We are doing well. Congratulations, getting the first one out of the way. Uh, tell us about getting that win on Friday night at the Grove. Well, it's nice to get the one early. Um, you know, our, our start of the season, the couple of races that we ran haven't been very, very good to us. Um, so uh, it was nice to get the first win out of the way and actually get some laps on these new tires to see what we need to do to get better. Lance, when when um, Danny got by you, I don't know, midway through the race, you know, as I watched the highlights from the race, you obviously know your way around that racetrack like the back of your hand, but do you get a little bit more defensive? Do you do, run in a little bit different line to, I know in the past you've told us to mess up his air or to cut off his line. When when that happened in the middle of the race and he got back by or got by you and you knew he was there, did you change your, your, what you were doing? Well, I changed what I was doing because I was no good doing what I was doing when he passed me. So, yeah, uh, fair enough. Um, I changed what I was doing just because I, I couldn't find a spot on the racetrack that I felt like I was fast on. And after watching the replay of it, um, you know, when I kind of started doing a, a slider line to myself, um, you know, I kind of got a little better doing that and kind of took a lane away from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still is better than us, um, I think. But I just kind of got some momentum built back up and got very aggressive through lap cars to not give him another shot at us. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about this tire, Lance? Um, so I've ran two races. Well, I would say I ran two races, which was Port Royal last week when I ran second to Devin Borden and then, you know, the Grove on Friday. Um, 
It's a different feel to me than what I'm used to. Um, it's got a little bit more of an old school feel. Um, and we're just having a little bit of trouble trying to get traction back in the car how we had it before. Um, yeah, with that said, they keep, you know, working on trying to keep getting it better, but, you know, they're they're doing little by little. You know what I mean? Try to, you know, not overdo it and just kind of, you know, creep up on it here a little bit. Lance, we've talked to some of the other drivers about the tire, and they've talked to a few of them have talked about it. Like you maybe said, a little bit more old style. It puts a little bit, I think David Gravel or someone said, it puts a little bit of feel back in the driver's hands, a little bit more car control. Have you noticed that? And is it more like side force when you talk about traction or like forward traction? It, they don't have as much forward traction to me. Okay. Um, not quite. Our car was, is our car is kind of different acting than most guys' cars, I think. And, um, so for you, Aaron, you kind of would understand it. it feels more propped up on the right rear now instead mm-hmm. of getting on the right rear. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like you get more air in it. Um, gets left easier. Um, the car seems a little bit more maneuverable um, around with traffic and all the dirty air. Maybe not quite as bad on it yet. Um, you can get in and get through the middle of the corner with it. Like the first week there, the Grove, when um, we ran the time trials, um, that's why I noticed you really can get in and get through the middle corner. The car don't kind of roll the tire under as easily mm-hmm. um, as the other tires. But, um, it, yeah, it's just, it feels like it has more stagger, more air pressure in the tires. Mm-hmm. Well, you say it's an old school feel. I think that plays right into your hand, though. But um, so, so, like, where are you at on it? Now, you've won a race, obviously. Are you... You, 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 but you said you still have some work to do. Are you close to figuring it out, or are you still got a little ways to go and uh, and, and and more trial and error on it? I think we got a little ways to go. I would say we're seventy five percent there, okay. if I had to guess. You know, put a number on it. just because. Yeah, you know, I only ran two races the other week when we timed at um the Grove and all. Um, we didn't run a lot of laps in the feature, and not before I hit the tire and spun out and um. So, you know, the Saturday after that, when I ran second to Borden, you know, I felt like I could still won that race. I made a ton of mistakes, me personally did, and the car wasn't where it needed to be. But um, with that said, I still think we could have won that race, you know. And Friday, you know, I think we were better than what we were the other week at the Grove. But, you know, it's still not where I think we need to be. Um you know, Danny's been pretty fast at the Grove, you know, this year and last year and year. And, um, you know, we kind of keep spoiling his wins. <laughs> Lance, I know you have a ton of experience, but is this a, a situation where you have a new product, a new tire introduced, l- running a limited schedule? Does it hurt you? Are you not getting those chances to get on the track and, and figure the car out as quick as you want? Well, I mean, that's why we raced last week. I was mm-hmm. I wasn't scheduled to race last weekend. We did. Um, unfortunately, Port Royal got rained out um, to try to get ready for these bigger shows we have this coming weekend. Yeah, I feel pretty confident with our time trial stuff. We're still pretty quick on the clock, you know, and time trials at the Grove. And the Grove, I can I can kind of fake it and get around there pretty good still. Um, but it's not, you know, if the outlaws showed up, I don't think we're at gravel speed or sweet speed or – you know, the 41 speed right now, um, just because I don't feel like we have the traction in it that we need yet. Um, 
that's one thing I did know. I have noticed about these tires watching racing this year on them, watching the outlaw shows or even the other week at Port Royal around ran second. It's very easily for guys to get the tires out from underneath them. Um, and it just looks like you're parked for a little bit and kind of takes you to the whole straightaway and corner to get back going again. So mm-hmm. I think, I think overall the tires are kind of a good deal as far as, you know, what they did with them. Um, it's just a matter of trying to get the feel back to everybody's liking, you know, mine and, you know, all the other guys that drive them, you know, they're all hunting a little bit different feel from everybody else. So it's, it's all whoever adapts the quickest. Mm-hmm. Does it then, we see sometimes changes, young guys don't know any different where old guys have to learn new habits. So what's the, what's the degree of comfort there? You've always, I think, have been fairly adaptable. Are you, are, is, is the learning new habits, is, is that part of the challenge as well for you guys? Well, that, that, that's always a little bit of the challenge because you're, you, I got used to a feel for, what, yeah. six years, seven years in the 69K, you're the same feel every week. Now we have a, I have a whole tif- different feel in the car. So, you know, some of it's trying to, you know, figure out what, what the natural feel is going to end up being of these tires mm. and try and get towards where we were before. I still might not ever have that exact same feel, you know what I mean, because the tires are different. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's the same for everybody. You know, it still shows the good cars are still fast, you know, Sweet hasn't missed a beat. Um, Gravel hasn't missed a beat since last year. Um, you know, you still have the, you know, the fast guys. And then, yeah, the funny thing about when you change tires, it might help somebody that didn't change their program. It might help their program and mm. hurt somebody else's program. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, if there's a saying you can wrong, you can tow the wrong setup to the right racetrack once. <laughs> Yeah, it, it can kind of do that deal where, you know, it might took somebody that wasn't very good and all of a sudden now the car feels the way they want it or acts the way they want it mm-hmm. just by changing tires where, you know, somebody like me or whoever shots, you know, it might took a way that we felt. Now it feels totally different. Now we have to kind of chase that for a little bit. Lance, when you're chasing that, are you making like minor changes or – have you had to make some like major like bar setup changes to get that feel that you're looking for, or is it just shocks and, and moving weight around a little bit? I think right now they kind of been doing a little minor stuff that you know, you know, you know Aaron as well as me. You you can make big changes and all of a sudden go right by where you need to be mm-hmm. and just be you know be just as bad. So right now I think they kind of been making you know the first night at port they kind of made minor changes all night. Um, so, you know, probably what was going to happen, we didn't get a chance to do it. it was when we showed up last week, but it rained out, was we probably were going to show up real close to how we ended the mm-hmm. week before when I ran second. You know what I mean? And see yeah. if, if, you know, where we're at. You know what I mean? Um, so some of it for us is just getting laps. Um, Mother Nature hasn't, you know, helped us a whole lot there. Um, and some of it is, you know, we've, me and Donald have, I've normally texted him a list every Monday of ideas, I think, or, you know, what the car feels like it needs and, you know, some things and maybe outside what they normally do that maybe we could try down the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's still they they make all the calls on that stuff. They do a wonderful job at it. So I just kind of give them input after we all have the weekend, you know, to kind of digest it. And then I make a list up, and you know, he he actually texts me Monday with some thoughts, and then I had my list and texted back to him to show him, you know different options I think that maybe could help it. You know, one of them or all of them, whatever. You know, what I mean, yeah. It's just you know so. You know, just some different ideas that they might not be thinking about because, you know, just like anything else, they, they've done the same thing so long that it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, make changes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. It makes total sense. We always bust on Pennsylvania, folks, for never leaving the porch. Well, <laughs> while that 69K stars, uh, car stays pretty close to home, Lance DeWeese, you've been off the porch a lot. Every <laughs> Wednesday, six and a half hours down to Millbridge. You pack it up at 11 o'clock, midnight, and six and a half hours back. You've been down here with your son, Cole, racing. How is Cole doing? Uh, what's it been like to be a little bit of a road warrior here as far as, uh, as, far as uh, a race chaser goes? He's doing very well. Um, better than I ever expected at this stage. Um, he, he kind of blows me away um, a little bit on how quick he adapts to things and how he runs the car. And, um, so, you know, it's you know I'm you know I'm wearing down a little bit doing this Wednesday deal down Millbridge, but um we'll be down there tomorrow um because it's gonna get to the point where we can't do it. You know what I mean I can't go because I'll start racing a little bit more and all. Um, but um no he's doing a wonderful job. Um he he's very competitive. Um so he gets a little frustrated at times. Um but he's doing a, a very good job, better than I ever expected and. Larson sent a text to me on Wednesday night and told me that couldn't be my son. So that ought to tell you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so with all this racing you've been go- have going on, what about the golf game? I and mean, you mentioned Larson, and that made me think of you guys playing golf. What, when are you fitting in time for that? I don't know. I, my <laughs> golf game's gone to shambles since my son started racing. Which I, there's no, I I I really enjoy racing with him um, more than I thought I would. Tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> And some of it, I think, because I, I, not because he's my son, I see the talent, you know, and I want him to try to help succeed with it, you know, wherever it leads. And, um, and Aaron, he's, he, like, I don't need to be there. He can make all the calls. Wow. He can do everything himself already, um, which really blows me away on how sharp he is with kind of what the car needs and what it feels like. And um, kind of a quick story there a little bit, Aaron, was, Last year, Path Valley, he's racing, and he says he's loose, can't, the right rear's not stuck, he's loose, he's loose, and, like, I tightened up really bad for him, and he, he, he said, man, it's really loose, terrible. I said, are you sure you're not tight and turn it? He says, no, I am not. Well, we fortunately had an in-car camera that you could see his hands motion. Mm-hmm. Well, he never once was tight. He was turned right the whole time, so, yeah, I mean, he, he really has a good feel yeah. for it. He he's gotten he really likes the non wing stuff, but he's really gotten pretty darn good with the wing on it now. Um you know, one of the problems he has when we go back and forth, he, he tries to drive the wing car like a non wing car and, and mm. don't drive it straight enough. But he, he since we've been doing that in Millbridge this year and they run both classes, he 
he's really good at adapting both ways now. That's awesome. It's fun to see. Really is. And, yeah, you're right, man. His level of improvement just watching him Wednesday to Wednesday has been good. So, been awful fun, that's for sure. Lance, I know you got a couple big ones this week up at Williams Grove in Port Royal. We wish you the best there. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Uh, we wish you the best there and uh, continued success throughout the season. Well, thanks, thanks for having me on, Steve and Aaron, and you know, I look forward to it anytime you have me on. There we go. Lance DeWeese joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Good, good stuff, that's for Always. sure. Always. I love that. And I'll tell you what, fun stuff for sure. All right, we need to step away. We are going to talk to Friday night's winner from Attica, Craig Mintz. He joins us next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Bonkers. Friday night was wild at Attica yeah, Raceway Park, and we're going back to the Sage Fruit Hotline because the guy that got everyone wound up up mm -hmm. there... The guy that kept the home crowd happy, picking up that win by a whopping .07, coming to the line. Craig Mintz joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Craig. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? We are doing well. Um, wins in the All-Stars are tough to come by. It's been 11 years. Boy, I'm telling you what, I, I've got to think that Friday night was pretty special for you, your family, for your team, and everybody else. Yeah, I, I started to doubt myself to think if I'd ever get another one. Um, you know, we've been leading some big races and, and with the All-Stars and had things, you know, break or, or got past with, with very few to go. So uh, there was many times I didn't know if I was going to get another one. Um, you know, so it was very, very nice to be able to, to, to pull it off for my guys and, and my wife and them to, to be there for the first All-Star one. It's been a while. My kids have never been around for one. So um, it was kind of nice to to show them, um, you know, that it can compete with uh, with those kind of guys. Craig, was there a point in the race where you kind of knew you had the car? I mean, you, it seemed like you ran around the fifth, sixth, seventh spot for a while, and then all of a sudden here you came out of nowhere and, and found some momentum and made that middle line work. But was there a, like a time in the race where you're like, all right, I think I've got the car to beat? Um, right after the caution, actually, um, when I think when Schaefer broke, um, you know, we lined up. I don't know if there was eight, nine to go, but we got restarted off of that. I knew we had a really good car, um, you know, and then with a couple to go, I realized that, you know, Zeb and, 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 and those guys were right there. Uh, Brett Marks and, you know, we, we didn't really, I was battling with those guys and we didn't really lose a lot of distance to Zeb. So um, I knew with, if we had enough laps left over, because obviously I wasn't counting them, but uh, if I had enough left, 
lap left over, I thought I could get the dab, and, and, and luckily we did uh, with one to go. Yeah, with one to go, you kind of threw a bomb at him, and it didn't uh, didn't necessarily stick. But describe that last lap and 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 just getting to the finish line first. Yeah, uh, you know, I thought I showed my hand too early, sliding him uh, with one to go, um, and then going into one, I, I I figured he would run the bottom because he had been running that. Um, so I got a pretty good run down the back stretch, and I really wasn't sure where he was going to run going into one and two, the previous laps, he had been running the top or mid mid uh, to upper part of it. So I really wasn't sure. So I was kind of undecided. But when I really seen his entrance into one being pretty low, um, I, I kind of just figured he was going to go to the bottom. And if I could, you know, get enough momentum around the middle um, to be able to provide that, that side bite and, and a little bit of forward on the exit, if I could carry the momentum um, to the checkered flag, I thought we had a really good shot at it. Um, you know, and luckily we, you know, the car worked really well right through the middle. Um, you know, and Zev, I don't think got a great exit. And I think it was just a kind of a recipe for success for, you know, for us on that end. Craig, I know you have a lot of experience at Attica, but man, you seem like your car could run the bottom, the middle, the top. And, and like you mentioned a few times, that momentum you were able to keep up. Was that just hitting the setup right or just knowing the track or a combination of all that? Um, I, it's kind of a joke around with the, some of our locals that we haven't really figured out how Mint runs the middle. Um, and, and there's many times I don't know how many how, how to do that. Uh, I, I just, it's where I'm comfortable. The car's comfortable. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, I, I've, I've watched Dale Blaney turn a lot of laps around there and that slick um, right in the middle. And it was something that we, you know, we tried to duplicate, um, you know, because it's obviously not the shortest way around, but it's not the farthest way around. Um, but if you can maintain momentum, you know, it normally leads to, you know, an opportunity to pass um, if somebody misses the bottom or if somebody rolls off the lift at the top. So, um, you know, it's a little bit more of the safest way around, but it also provides a little bit more of, you know, momentum capabilities where you're not on the brake, uh, binding the car, you're just letting the car kind of float through the corners. So, um, you know, it's a recipe, I think, of, of a good race car, um, you know, been making a lot of laps, uh, you know, in the 23 years I've been doing this, um, a lot of laps around Attica, um, you know, as like with Lance that, um, you know, Williams Grove, you, I'm sure he couldn't even count the thoughts of how many laps he turns around there. Um, and, and, you know, we're kind of in the same boat with Attica. That is really, really neat. In the perfect world, you guys have three or four weeks of racing at Attica before the All-Stars roll in there. We don't live in the perfect world. We lived in a rainy world for that time period. Um, Two-part question. A, how concerning was it going into that All-Star weekend right off the trailer with no races under your belt? B, how rewarding is it to just roll it out of the box and have a really good setup right off the bat? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for, you know, parts working or, or you know, trying to get bugs out of cars, I've really never really um, had a concern more on the first night just because my guys, I, you know, I put a trust in them and they do a really good job um, of making sure things are tight and square and, and are going to, you know, last so we don't have DNF. So, you know, my main concern was tires because that was our first shot at the tires that we've had. Um, you know, because we're, we're starting from scratch. Some of the all-star guys, and I would say most of them, have at least one night or two nights under them. So um, I was more concerned with that, um, you know, and then in the end result, to answer the question, part of B, I was, I was thrilled. Um, you know, we got through the night um, kind of a, of a balanced race car. We got through the weekend, honestly, with a balanced race car that we thought that, you know, we, we did notice a change in the tires, but I think, our, our, you know, it kind of led to, 
you know, what we're sort of uh, halfway decent at is, is on when things flick off or when the car, you know, sits on top of the racetrack, um, how to get it to, to not do that. Um, and, and we're nowhere near where we need to be yet. But uh, I think that uh, overall, the weekend, we, I was really proud of my guys uh, on how well they, they maintained the car and, and got it ready for me. Craig, you mentioned it was the first time that your kids got to be with you in the all-star victory lane. What was that like? I have a seven-year-old myself, and I can't imagine being able to share a, a really memorable moment like that with them. It, it's, it's amazing. Um, there, there's a, a, an image. I, I, I put it to my social media, I think, yesterday, the day before. A photographer got uh, me up on the, uh, on the wing with both arms up and the checkered flags, and both of my kids were standing by the tail tank basically duplicating what I was doing. Um, and I've already uh, got a hold of some photographers to get that printed because it's something I'm going to, you know, blow up pretty big and hang in one of their bedrooms or both of their bedrooms <laughs> and in my man cave. You know, part of this that we do this is, is, is um, you know, I don't do it for a living. We do it because my family enjoys going and racing. I enjoy it um, and my kids do. So um, to be able to do something special that um, doesn't come very often for local guys, um, to win an all-star show in front of them while they're there for them to experience it and, and to be, to share that time with them and my wife uh, was something special that, you know, the whole ride home, we just kind of were like, wow, we just won an all-star race and didn't really hit until the next day. And, and uh, I've had a lot of people send me messages of, of um, you know, my kids were running down the uh, grandstand saying, daddy won, daddy won. And stuff like that, you know, hits home and it, and it makes it all the, the lows that we talked about earlier worth it. Wow. Man, I'll tell you what, that's got us all chilled up down here, that's for sure. That's for sure. You talk about being a good local racer there. Is that the game plan that you have going forward? Is uh, just, just Attica, Fremont, staying close to home there, or any any side trips planned? Um, Yeah, actually, this year I'm going to do less uh, local racing than we are going to be, you know, we're going to do more away from local than we are local. Um, I know we're going to hit up Port Royal a couple times. Oh, wow. um, we have uh, Knoxville in the book. Um, there's a Saturday, Sunday, I think at Spoon River and another place that the All-Stars are running later this summer. Um, I know we're going to run up uh, the Queens Royal. I ran that in like uh, 2009 or 10, and I really enjoyed that. I want to go back to that. Um, I, my kids and some of my crew members have never seen really outside of Attica um, and Fremont. And when I traveled uh, in, with the All-Stars for that year or two, I got to see some really cool places, and I want to – you know, experience that with these guys. I, I got a truck and trailer now I'm blessed with to be able to, to travel a little bit and not have to worry about it. Uh, my wife and them love camping, so and my kids, so we're going to leave early on all those days, and we found uh, some campgrounds near a lot of the racetracks. I know uh, Knoxville's got one about five minutes down the road, so it's perfect for us. Um, so we're going to do some racing outside of Vatican Fremont, which will be um, something special for these guys, and I'll really enjoy, uh, you know, going out and seeing people I haven't seen in a long time. I absolutely love that. I just think that that is so cool. We have such a cool sport, and it's a cool sport when Attica, Fremont, or, or, or Knoxville, or Houston, or Williams Grove, or ra racers do it. But I love when uh, some of you guys get a chance to go somewhere else and, 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 and see new things, and families get to go camp yeah. and everything else. That just sounds fantastic. Well, Craig, oh, how's the uh, – how's uh, we're, we're probably in the off season now, but how the, how, how's the basketball team doing? Everything good over at the school? Yeah, basketball went well. We, um, we we turned it around this year. Went twenty and three, um, nice. and we won our first ever uh, league title at the school in history. So, um, you know, we brought some banners into the gym, and and it was fun to be able to do. And uh, the kids had a great time, and and we're getting better and better. And the 
the program's headed definitely in the right direction um, and uh, something that uh, they can be proud to uh, for the first time since uh, ever, which would have been in the 70s, um, they were able to say that they're league champions. Nice. Nicely done, that's for sure. Do you ever compare notes in coaching with Dale Blaney? You talked about compare driving with Dale. I mean, he does some college coaching. Do you ever compare with uh, with uh, with your buddy Blaney? Always. You know, there'll be times that, you know, we'll be at the races, and I've tried to get him to a couple practices to uh, to be able to come in and talk to my kids, and, and because there's nothing better than having a Hall of Fame um, you know, basketball player yeah. standing in front of him talking. And, and for a guy like Dale, he communicates very well. Um, it's just our schedules have never really mixed, uh, mixed up to the where it really worked for him. Um, but one of these days, I'm going to get him over there. But uh, it is fun talking basketball with a, a guy that was really good at it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Great stuff. Craig, I'm telling you what, it was so much fun watching you win that race on Friday night. And I'm, I'm jacked up about this season to see you get out and about a little bit. Uh, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on Sage or here on Sage Fruit on the Sage Fruit Hotline here on Wing Nation. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, guys. You got it. There we go. Craig Mintz joining us here. Okay. So during that interview, <laughs> I'm one of these people that hops my leg. I'm going to try to simulate this. I'm one of those people that hops my leg. Okay, watch this. And if I hop my right leg, I click the chair. And midway through the interview, I clicked the down button, and I'm sitting here yeah, like it, this, except for I'm sitting here like this while I'm interviewing It was them. actually much more dramatic. Well, was... it was, and you're sitting there, you're helping, because she's sitting over there shaking up and down laughing. Craiger gets on the horn on the private talk and is busting, and we never missed a beat. Never lifted. Never lifted. So, good times here in the old Wing Nation studio. Those of you that are listening to this show... Uh, well, you just see a chair going down behind the desk with some large gentleman sitting in it with, with wonderful hair, though. So he had wonderful hair. So, flowing hey, we, locks. Yes, exactly. Flowing locks, exactly. <laughs> hey, stay with us. I'm going to jack this chair back up, and we're going to come back with some more Wing Nation. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one -on -one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Never a dull moment around the old Wing Nation studio, that's for sure. We bring our own entertainment. Are you all right over there? No. You are no help at all when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, no help I really at all. am not. You are not. Uh, you are I all. When the camera came back on, I had a straight face, kind of. You did kind of have a straight face. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you what. It's not just I don't know. your chair. It's your face as it's well, going. When it first like... hits, when it first hits, and it's like, oh. And then, and then it's like, what a dummy. What a you know, it's and the then and then out of the corner of my eye, I see old little redhead over here just just jumping up and down uh, laughing. Your face like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When that. Oh, gosh. So I'm an idiot. What can I say? What can I say? 
Uh, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, the birthday calendar, Fred Hooray, uh, earlier this week, Judd Phillips, later Bob Berman today, would have been the birthday of W.C. Bud Winfield, a 1990 inductee, he was born in 1904, uh, really involved in the engine and mechanical side of it. Him and his brother Ed developed the Winfield carburetor back in 1924. Uh, during the month of May, you could find him in Indianapolis working on race cars. During the rest of the year, he was out on the West Coast. He died in 1950, but he is forever enshrined in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa. So I uh, love that. Um, love the, uh, that, that, that they honor more than just the drivers because it takes yeah. carburetors, parts, and pieces, and crew Media guys and, and promoters everyone else and, to, to, yep. to, to, to get all the success. And uh, W.C. Bud Winfield. All right. I'm excited about this as well. Um, when they announced this, um, mm. Knoxville Raceway, early in April World of Outlaw weekend there. Yeah. Now, I know the Knoxville regulars would have liked to have got last weekend. I get that. They got a practice night. They got a practice night in. But, um, man, I'll tell you what. World of Outlaws rolling in there on Friday and Saturday night. That is going to be some good stuff over yeah, on is. Dirt Vision. Of course, if you're in the area, please get out to Knoxville Raceway. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is... Man, that's just going to be good. That's yeah. just going to be good. The, the the world of outlaw racing this year has been bonkers already. <laughs> and you throw in you throw in the Knoxville, the Knoxville regulars. regulars. Yeah, I'm telling you, watch. Did you see all Austin McCarl in that high limits race? Yeah. My He's lord, been... he had that thing gassed up, didn't been he? Strong. I thought he was going to win that thing. And you get him on home turf over there home in turf. Knoxville. That's McCarl turf. Right oh, there. you kidding me? They'll <laughs> he wins that race on Friday or Saturday night. They'll burn that joint down. <laughs> um, you get a McCarl and Victor Lane on a world of outlaw race. I'm yeah. telling you, there's some, people, there's some people over there that have hated Terry all their life, and they might start to like him. That's how big that would be. <laughs> uh, oh. And we're busy in Ohio. You have the Attica Fremont Championship Series Friday, Attica Saturday at Fremont, and also Wayne County and Atomic are running. Yeah, really excited about that. I love Ohio racing. I'm uh, working on a trip up there as well. Uh, Central Pennsylvania. Uh, this is what Lance was talking about. Williams Grove, Friday mm -hmm. night, the Tommy Hinnerschitz Memorial, uh, 8,000 to win. Saturday night, the spring thaw at Port Royal, ten grand to win, unsanctioned local shows. I like this. I'll yeah. tell you what, Pennsylvania. I mean, boy, we have a lot of fun with the posse fans and everything. But when tracks are dropping eight and ten grand on a on a on a weekend, yeah. I mean, a non all star, a non, non yeah, yeah. There's there's just man, oh man, it's just so good. And you of course got Lincoln up there, and then Sunday afternoon, a uh, Sealands Grove opens up mm -hmm. uh, with the Ray Tilly Classic. And uh, it's going to be an interesting season at, at Sealands Grove. Can't wait to see. Uh, certainly uh, wishing, uh, wishing everyone well up there, too. That's going to be fun as well. Yeah. And we have a few more season openers. Uh, Lernerville opens up this weekend, and then Jacksonville, Illinois. Nice. There. We're there. <laughs> We're there. Full speed. Full speed ahead. Um, fun, fun show, that's for sure. But, of course, when you talk to Craig Mintz and Lance Deweese, what can you have well, you can't have a bad show. Yeah, and then you falling in your chair. Well, exactly. I've fallen and can't get up. I need, one of those, I need one of those life alerts here. I've fallen <laughs> and can't get up. So, um, now it is, uh, we have a good time, that's for sure, and uh, despite ourselves. So, um, I mentioned this. Well, let me, let me talk about this first. We're busy on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We have a Facebook page, Facebook group. Uh, pretty active on that Facebook group lately. I've been I've been carving out a little time to get on there and post some things, and y'all are jumping in there. Um, for the most part, everyone's being kind. When someone's not kind, they get gone. They get axed. Um, they get axed. I don't ask any questions. I just go bye bye. Uh, we like to keep things real positive on there, and 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 
I'm I'm talking about one yeah. percent uh, of people because ninety nine percent of you that are participating along with some of the questions and stuff are fantastic. Love it. I really do. I love the interaction. YouTube page is where all these shows are. Wing Nation Gear, wherever you find Justin Peck Racing, uh, Tom Book Motorsports, we have the trailer there, and you can do shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, Martinsville Speedway this weekend. Not one, but two mm. people in Wing Nation Gear. Yeah, we I got saw. a little shout out from Brad Doty on Twitter. He had a picture posted, or a fan had, and he was wearing a Wing Nation shirt. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I yeah. missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Brad's awesome. Brad's always supporting oh, us. Brad's, oh, Brad's fantastic. It is. Okay. I know I mentioned this at the top of the show, but, but I'm telling you, folks, um, Rev TV tomorrow night, Wednesday night, uh, Mav TV on Friday afternoon, Kyle Larson just was spectacular. Just was spectacular. I mean, he was, of course, happy. Of course, he just won at Martinsville. <laughs> that, helps. that helps. But um, really good insight into high limits um, and, and not, not necessarily touchy, glowy, everything is great. Uh, we got off to a good start, and we've got a punch list of things we need to do better. Um, talking sprint car racing. We did talk some NASCAR racing, and we talked about the kids as well. And uh, fun stuff. Uh, just a great, great show. Um, and I'll, and I'll let you in what we do with that thing. It's Rev TV Wednesday night at 8.30, Mav TV Friday at 12.30 in the afternoon, and then we do drop it on our Facebook page Saturday morning. So if you don't have Rev or Mav, shame on you. Um, <laughs> but if you want to see this, uh, we will drop it on our Facebook stuff on Saturday morning. So, um, and it is, it is great stuff. It really is. Uh, we just got done, Ashley and I got done with Kyle Larson, and we were just like, oh my gosh, he just never disappoints. So. Fun stuff. Great, great times. You all right? You settled down over there? Yeah, I'm good your, now. Right? I'm good. Good I mean, unless you fall again. And no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm not hopping my leg over here. So uh, I'm telling you, we have had a blast. We always do here in the old Wing Nation studio. We appreciate Lance Deweese and Craig Mintz from joining us. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here this time on Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.